City champions, Newcastle top four, and relegation for Leicester City. Evening, Tate. Evening, Jack. You are? Yeah, mate. How are you? All good. All good. After a lovely regatta weekend. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Lovely weather and good day out of everyone. The down at the basin. Never disappoints. No, yeah, I'm only, I'm a, I'm a rookie, I'd say. I'm, yeah, I've only been intru- introduced to it last couple of years, but yeah, of your group, it's been a, it's been a store, isn't it? That's what I was trying to think the mm. word. What's the, what's store? Something like that, yeah. Don't know, um, we'll stick with that. Of the calendar, 100%. Yeah, a date to put it in your diary. A year ago since... Jordan and Kerry got married, and what mm. perfect way for Jordan to spend his yeah. wedding anniversary at Regatta. Yeah, yeah, at the Basin. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. And congratulations to Freddie Bourne. For yes, huge shout out to Frederick Bourne. Winning the Greasy Pole mm. competition. So six in a row, I think he won, didn't he? Six in a row, yeah. First ever Lager Lord to take part. Yeah. Undefeated champion. Mm, He's got impressive. to come back next year and defend. Yeah. There was lots of talk this morning that he's just going to retire and go into the sunset. <laughs> Yeah, that, well, yeah, maybe when he gets near, he'll have to. I mean, he has to go and defend his title. Yeah, do people remember people who just win the championship once? <laughs> <laughs> Need to win multiple ones. Yeah, C- yeah. Create, a, create a dynasty. Yes, that no, was good. Wasn't it? Good day. Very no, good. fantastic day. Um, so tonight's episode is going to be a end of season review of the season that has, the season that was. Fifty-one, no, fifty episodes ago, mm. we did the the season preview. Yeah, a few good season shouts in there. And a few bad ones yeah, as well. Yeah, <laughs> stinkers, but... Well, we'll start. We've got a few categories. Manager of the season, player of the season, signing of the season, biggest surprise, favourite game, flop of the season, young player of the season. That'll probably be in part one. And moving on to part two will be team of the season. Well, me and Jack will discuss player by player our, our, um, our teams, and then at the end we'll, we'll make a joint decision. Mm-hmm. Well, we're recording this about an hour an hour ago since mm. the news that Gary O'Neill has lost his job as Bournemouth manager. What do you think about that? Uh, yeah, I didn't expect it really. I mean, like, I mean, one of my our predictions was Bournemouth to get relegated and I mean, Gary O'Neill was not even in the picture, was he? I didn't didn't expect him to be the manager, but yeah, he's done, a, well, he's kept him up so he could have done much better. Um, you'd thought, surely, all right, he's not proven, he's not had any experience, but this season is that's been his experience. That's been the year he's, he's needed, and I thought, oh, sure, they'll just stay with him and and carry on. But they, yeah, I think they've or going to yeah, they've already appointed. They've got someone in, haven't they? Already, yeah, Spanish from he player. managed Real Vallecano, I think, yeah, recently. But and he played for <coughs> Atletico Bilbao. Mm. Yeah, a bit of a strange one. I believe, but um, well, before we get into that quickly, we'll just do the the teaser. Mm. Um, which was always going to do our team of the season. In part two, but which player? <coughs> excuse me, a voice went there. <laughs> which player has been selected in the most PFA team of the seasons or team of the years? Mm. Premier League player. Yep. So obviously it was this. They did used to include prior to the Premier League, which is a different answer, but mm-hmm. I've purely just done Premier League player. Fine. Right. Let's go into the first category: manager of the season. Who starts off? I have personally found this a tough one. There were Sky Sports did the graphic, didn't they? I think it was six managers mm. that were nominated. What was it? Arteta, Pep, Emery, Howe, Deserby, mm. and how many is that? Five, six? 
said a few. Maybe it was, I don't know. I'm not sure it was in there, but and there was maybe, maybe one more. <coughs> I've gone for Deserby as my manager this season. Mm-hmm. In but I was torn between. I was actually really liked the job Marco Silva done. I thought that was fantastic. Mm. But I think everyone, a lot of people, had Fulham in their bottom three. Yeah, and they weren't even at all. Yeah, they were safe for a long time. That's yeah. why their season just sort of ended out, in nothing, yeah. into a nothingness, wasn't it? But. Uh, no, I remember my reason for Deserby was, I remember we did the episode here with Freddie and we were doing the manager 11 mm. and Poster had just gone to Chelsea. Mm. And we no no one knew anything about Deserby. Has no. anyone heard about him? People think, are Brighton going to falter now? Mm. As they, are the wheels going to come off? But he's taken that job on and improved. I think they got better. Which they finished sixth in the end, didn't they? Yes. Yeah, in Europa yeah. League football. After selling, I know Potter stopped the season, but they sold Cucurella, their best player. This was their best player from the season before. Mm. They held on to Casado in the in the January transfer window, and really without a striker again all season. I know Ferguson came in the past end, but Deserby, from someone who's been completely unknown, has mm. just done an absolute stellar job. And, that, and these names getting mu- muted around was previously for the Spurs job mm. and higher up jobs. And yeah, so and I, he, think I thought as well. Yeah, but I thought as well, like you're saying that. Potter was doing well and everyone thought, oh God, Brian is so good there. Potter's doing a brilliant job and that's why he was given the opportunity at Chelsea. And then, yeah, like you said, the Zerbi was unknown and come in and somehow probably made him better um, in even less time. And yeah, to come in mid-season, like as the season's begun, it's just, yeah, he's done done brilliantly, really. <clears throat> Draws at home to Man City. He beat, beat Arsenal away. Um, I think his first game was a three-all draw at Anfield. Mm. Uh, he beat top of my head. Oh, I've lost it now. But they but they got really good results mm. wherever they went. They beat oh they beat United. Yeah, beat United at home. That was the one I was looking for. Mm. And they just oh, there's a reason you finished sixth because they yeah. did really really well. And it, I'm assuming it's the first time in Brighton's history they're ever going into Europe. Yeah, it's, yeah. Or, the, or the Europa League. Yeah. And it's just an absolutely fantastic. Yeah, job. And again, they don't. They obviously recently they've got their recruitment bang on. They don't spend loads of money. They go and find these sort of niche players from all over the globe and and yeah he's not coming in suddenly right January there's 200 million go on get who you need this, we're talking about Brighton they've they've got a system they've got a structure and he's yeah, he's coming and fitted there absolutely perfectly so. he lost Trossard in January mm. I think he actually had a bit of a falling out with Deserby I think they got wind that he wasn't going to sign a contract so he had to go yeah he was so Arsenal got him they haven't <laughs> haven't missed him. No, not at all. Uh, they said Matoma they, stepped up. Yeah. Other players have stepped up in his absence. In less than a year, they've lost Basuma, uh, Trossard, and Cucurella. Cucurella again. Three three of their best players at the time. No one because Caicedo is obviously a good player, but no one knew that he was that mm. good. And this season, yeah, he, he steps up. And like I said, Matoma's come out of nowhere. That and Ciso's had like a few few games here and there where he's performed. Yeah, they've and even even the goalkeeper for it, Sanchez was quite a respected goalkeeper mm. in the Premier League playing for Spain always in the Spain squad mm. and then all of that uh, out of nothing he played Jason Still out of thin air who hasn't played a Premier League game no. like ever did he and he's done a superb job playing yeah. out from the back and that's what he wants and it looks like Sanchez is going to leave in the summer and that's a great bit of management where he's seen obviously Sanchez was good but he could if that's how you can improve his team he's even saw the goal they scored against Man City how they were working out from the back and they never phased when I saw them at the Emirates, I think that was the best team I've seen there live all year because mm. they were absolutely fantastic. Yeah, and they, they still have some bad results and obviously Everton at home sticks out the 5-1, shocking. And that's 
that is why they're they're bright and they're sick. They they're not they're not suddenly going to win every game and finish top. But yeah, they've they're a brilliant side, and it seems like when they play the top teams as well, they're even better than than usual. But yeah, no, Deserby's very good choice. Very good. What about yourself? Who have you um, lucked for? My obviously, I think the obvious choice is Pep. Obviously, FA Cup, League, third time in a row, winning the league, Champions League, first for City with Pep as manager, became the first manager to win the treble of two different clubs. Obviously, yeah, doing a treble, they're a brilliant side, incredible team. And the, the, the list could go on and on. I've got loads of little stuff about them, but I thought that's the obvious choice and that's the easy one. But I thought, similar to you, I, I went with uh, Thomas Frank from Brentford. It's that classic like second season syndrome, but yeah, they've, they're totally opposite to that. Finished ninth above Chelsea, above their West London rivals, Fulham, obviously just got promoted. But even clubs like West Ham finished above Everton, Leicester got relegated. Um, but yeah, little old Brentford, the uh, nickname bus stop in Hounslow. <laughs> but yeah, more than more than throwing their weight around. And yeah, they finished ninth. They were, sorry, they, yeah, so they finished ninth. They scored the seventh highest amount of goals, 58, same as Man United. Uh, they only lost nine games this, this season, same as Liverpool and Manchester United. That's half. They'd lost 18 two seasons ago, lost nine this year. Um, they're 12 points better off than they were in their first season. Yeah, just I just think, again, they've just been brilliant. Like I said, the yeah, little old side. They're similar to Brighton, they have a, a system and a structure of how they, they get certain players and how they move certain players on. But yeah, Thomas Frank, probably on the lowest budget, probably one of the lowest paid managers in the league. He's, yeah, they're doing exceptionally well. But yeah, on and Ivan, Ivan Tony scored 20 goals. Uh, and yes, he's been banned now and he's out of action for Brentford for the moment, but he's been brilliant. And with all those allegations and rumours and accusations, whatever, and they've obviously been sanctioned, it's true. With that looming over their probably most important player, maybe their best player they've, they've seen, um, to have the season they still had, and the last, last three games of the season, for example, West Ham at home, win. City at home, win. Tottenham away, win. Get nine points for those three games, all without Ivan Tony is, is brilliant. Um, and yeah, again, another point in that in a season where we've spoke about managerial changes, Gary Neal just been sacked from keeping Bournemouth up. But yet Brentford and Thomas Frank have sort of gone under the radar and he's, they've still got him. Um, and he's obviously, yeah, they've avoided that like disruption sort of thing and... Yeah, they've just done very, very well. So, yes, the obvious choice for me, Pep, but I think I'll stick with Thomas Frank. Yeah, two things I said. I think going through these categories, there will be a lot of obvious choices. Yeah, of course. That we'll obviously touch on, mm. but we'll also... The, the answer can't be Pep and Haaland. No, yeah, <laughs> exactly. if, Although yeah. it could. It could easily, yeah. It could be. But then that's like a 10-minute chat and there's no point yeah. in being there. Yeah. Um, I like the points that you brought up. I didn't realise how much better off they were than last season. Because, mm. like, again, last year they looked... Look like they could be in trouble for a little mm. for a quite a while, but this year again, not at all. Mm. Was it second game of the season? Four 0 United. Mm. They did the double over City. They must have beat Chelsea. Mm. <laughs> so I'm sure they must have beat Chelsea. At least drew of them. They drew of Arsenal at the Emirates. Yeah. I think they drew of us at home and beat us away. So yes, yeah. you know they did. They <clears throat> they must have beat Liverpool. <laughs> but they just looked. A far, uh, yeah. It looks like a proper Premier League outfit this season. Yeah, and they? They, yeah, that's ignore the the name of Brentford and what you associate with them. But if you saw that that team play, you'd be like, oh, they're a solid, and which they are, they're a solid Premier League side. And and for Brentford to become that in two seasons is is very very good. And a point I've just thought of, I'm talking about losing their second best one, or arguably best player to Man United in the summer. 
Christian Eriksen. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. He went on, he a, he went on a free. Obviously, he signed a six-month deal, mm. but he went to United, and they've just they haven't they haven't missed mm. a beat, have they? No, not at all, not at all. And it's going to be very interesting for him, like you said, second sin- second season syndrome last year. Now, how do you deal with now? Do you, how do you deal with a mm. goal scorer? Mm. And, and if, potentially, be, if they lose Raya, their number one goalie again, similar to Sanchez from Brighton, but in and around the Spain squads, and obviously a decent goalie. Yeah, that's a big position to lose. And Tony then not playing. Yes, he didn't play for a few games, but a such a long period without an inf- influential player like he is. But yeah, I just, I just think they're, they're probably... If Everton would bite... Obviously, Leicester, Everton, they'd all bite their hand off for ninth in the Premier at the minute. Oh, so, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And there was actually a stage where they... Obviously, they did tail off a little bit, I think, in mm. January, or they had a few a few dodgy results. But ninth, like I said, is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, yeah, like you're saying, but like their man Fulham were sort of, and obviously Brighton and Villa stayed this, for this course of the season, but were sort of looking towards Europe and trying to sneak in, but it didn't quite didn't quite happen. But yeah, I just think Brentford really, yeah, like I said, the, again, the obvious choice, the, yeah, Pep and all the rest of them, but I think, yeah, if you have a little, dig a little deeper, then yeah, Frank deserve be a pretty very good shouts. Can we go against the obvious choice for the next category? Player of the yeah, season. Yeah, this is one of those uh, you can't. I've, I've, you have to. Player of the season, Haaland has to Erling be. Haaland has to be. Yes, no. I, I've put slash Rodri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but Rodri, it's, yeah. I mean, he's Haaland yeah. is. He was brought in, and it, um, it's it's the same with the next category as well. But we're still mm. on this one. It was brought in to score goals, mm. and he scored them in an absolute yeah. abundance. He yeah. is the record goal scorer in one season in Premier League history. Mm. Like that's. And that's, that, the, that's the thing, if you just, and it sounds ridiculous, but if you just scored 30, which is absolute outstanding amount of goals, if you scored 30 Premier League goals, but City would have still done trouble and whatever, I'd have probably, you might have found someone else, or you could have definitely argued, and you could still argue, but you could definitely have a few options, but I think 52 league go, uh, goals across the all comps, yeah, you just can't really look anywhere else. 36 in the league, he's only 22 years old. Wins a treble in his first season with City. A new league, a new team, a new manager. Huge expectation. All the pressure is on, not necessarily him, but because they've signed Haaland, everyone's like, right, now you've got that man. You're going you're gonna to win this and do that. And yeah, he's, he's delivered and some. So yeah. He's I mean, it took him no time to do the six-month betting in period or the one-year betting in period that people yeah, of course. often say have signings yeah. from abroad. Hit the ground running two goals in his opening game against mm. uh, Was it West, West Ham. Ham yeah. yeah. I never look back. No. If you, would you say 52 goals? Yeah. 52 goals in a treble winning season mm. is, yeah, is yeah. nuts. Ridiculous. And, and that's that there can only ever be one one winner for that. Mm. Honourable mentions, you've got, in it for an individual season, Harry Kane, I think. Yeah. 30 goals in a struggling team is an outstanding yeah. achievement. Yeah, definitely. There's even... Got other Man City yeah. players in there. Yeah, you, you could have picked in. probably two or three City players. Harry Kane's a shout. Probably some Arsenal players in it. I think... Probably a theme throughout, and on my is it the next one? No, two in two categories. Time you could, it's a sort of a bad theme for Arsenal, but Saliba possibly, Jesus possibly, if they essentially didn't get injured and played the whole season. Mm-hmm. Odegaard for many Arsenal probably a, a very very good shout. Um, it sounds ridiculous, but like I think De Bruyne, we'll talk about him later on, but not for Paris season this year for. Which sounds ridiculous. He got 16 assists, like his best ever. But almost, yeah, because of Haaland's goals and that man up front, he's just 
somehow gone under the radar, but he's still a ridiculous player. Well, De Bruyne, I think, is a little bit like Salah in a sense. Salah's season this year, where he's, he scored like 16 mm. goals, tw- maybe 25 in all comps, because that's just his usual. Mm. It doesn't really matter. De Bruyne was so good, but that's what you come to expect now. Yeah, yeah. So I th- if it's the same as if Kane scores mm. 24 goals... Oh, we've had a bit of an off mm. year, but no, twenty-four goals is still yeah, a very yeah. good season. Yeah, yeah. But it's because you come, because you've been that consistent for that many years. Sixteen assists. Like, oh, okay, that's that's mm. what he's meant to do. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. That is what he's meant to do. But it's also yeah. that's a fantastic. Yeah, no one's got close to him. Like yeah. so that's his own record, and never exactly that. Was like, well, yes, De Bruyne. No, would you expect? But that's his record. Like that's ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, I think Erling Haaland first, like I said, first season treble, fifty-two goals. Yeah, ridiculous. Signing of the season again, like we mentioned, yeah, the obvious choice, yeah. is Haaland. Mm. I've put him in there, but I, I want to talk about other players, yeah, agree. Um, uh, Manuel Akanji, I mm-hmm. put in there, that was one that went under the radar on deadline mm. day, I think, and they signed him. And you just thought John Stones, Laporte, Ake, Diaz, Diaz, like, surely he's just going to be back up. Like, he was mm. only like 15, 15 million, 15, yeah. something like that. From Dortmund, <coughs> and I thought if Dortmund really wanted him, they not they could have dug the hills in. Like they've mm. you've shown they've shown over the years, if they really want to keep a player, they will dig in and make you pay a premium. I'm thinking Jaden Sancho, off the top of my head, uh, Bellingham, mm. and and so on. But he's had an excellent first season in English football, playing left back, right back, centre half, literally superb. And, and, I, and again, with similar points, what you said about you know the. Not the classic, but usually players take a year or two and six months, whatever it is. But for a Kanji to do it, when he, well, like you said, he'd he come in and most people thought oh, maybe third choice at best, it'll be playing the league, uh, league cup and second legs and whatever, coming on for half hour. But for a defender to play out of position and have the effect he's had, then yeah, it's been outstanding, I think. Another honourable mentions were Nick Pope and mm-hmm. Zinchenko. Yeah, I. I I didn't think about those two, but I've got a similar to what you sort of started with. I said obvious Haaland. I said Jesus as well. Um, almost, a, I feel like he was almost the catalyst for the change at Arsenal this season. And at the beginning of the season, it was like that Arsenal look incredible, but they've got Jesus up front who's leading the charge. They've got Bruins and Chenko. It's all working really well, and obviously got injured, and he sort of that that rules him out of any category in my eyes. Um, but yeah, I think Jesus could have been up there, like you said. Yeah, um, Zinchenko. Um, who else did you say? Sorry, Nick Pope. Nick Pope. Yeah, there's a, there's a few of those that have definitely definitely could have been picked. But yeah, I've actually gone with um, Ben Mee for mine, and I think I took the Mick out of him before, like weeks and weeks ago. PE but teacher, when yeah, you PE him. teacher. But yeah, he's not a well beater, and he's not, and even now, he's not a sensational centre back. But sort of yeah, following on from the Brentford theme, uh, from the previous season, he was a ended as a player coach with a relegated Burnley side and then for some reason um, Brentford signed him got him on a free transfer in the summer 32 years old um, and yeah more than capable of performing on a weekly basis for Brentford and yeah, he's played 30, 37 games in the league like I said earlier but helped to, to gain only 9 defeats they got a, like, I think a positive goal difference like maybe 10 or 11 in their favour um, and yeah he's, again he's not a he's not like a Rolls Royce centre half but He's your classic blocks, tackles, heads and volleys and yeah, English English strong centre back and he's he's helped Brentford massively. I don't know if he was going in there thinking, Oh, I'm gonna play every week and I'll be really like even Thomas Frank probably thought, oh, 
maybe just be rotational and whatever else. But yeah, he's come in free transfer. You can't, don't even get much better than that. I actually had him in my fantasy team because mm. they're, they're good for a clean sheet. Yeah. And he actually pulled up a couple of does, goals here he, and there. He, he scored he, against I United, he, didn't yeah, he? he? As a centre-back, don't worry, he's not scoring like 10 or 12. But the old goal, I think he might have scored three or four in the yeah. league, which is pretty good as a yeah. centre-back. Yeah. I do remember him scoring against United mm. and that was like his first, one of his first Premier League goals or yeah, something. Yeah. But some, I remember he put like a funny post up saying <laughs> we've just won 4-0 and I scored against Man United. <laughs> it was like, what the hell? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I thought, yeah, and his story, like, he started at City, obviously mm. didn't quite make it there, went to Burnley, and yeah, he's only 32, really, and that's, I think that's quite young now for a, a footballer. Well, I like your point you made. I remember watching him get relegated last mm. year as a player manager. I think he had a bad, you know, he, had, he had a knee injury all around for the, the season, moment, yeah. that's why he took on, took on the, took on the role, mm. and to be sitting here in 12 months' time, knowing that he's probably going to be starting the first game of the season again for, yeah. for Brentford. Is it's, quite a, it's quite a turnaround. Like if you think, I know Darren, he's, he's a professional footballer and he, he knew he was going to play so he got himself fit and all the rest of it. But you stop playing, you were, he might be trained, who knows. But yeah, into management and then suddenly you're starting every game for Brentford and yeah, like you said, going to possibly start every game next year. It's quite, it's quite a turnaround. So yeah, I think signing for me, a little under the, under the radar one, Ben me. And then... Biggest surprise? You wanna do you want to do youngest player? Yeah, youngest Young player. Your youngest player first. Uh, yeah, I'll start off. Pretty. Are we gonna do? What was it? PFA? Yeah, was it twenty three? Isn't it? I think that's. Yeah, I I don't know who you'd chosen, but I've done a not research, but you look online and what, for example, I think Carragher or Neville might have said Odegaard, and he's twenty four. I don't know, like he's, he's young and he's fine, yeah. absolutely fine. But I thought, yeah, I'd I stuck. Yeah, mine's twenty one years. Old. He's a twenty one year old. Your mate. Bakayo Saka. Is that yours? That's what I said at the beginning of the season. It has to be. It can only be, he's finally won it. Like, he should have won it last three years in the trot, but they've given it to Foden. They could have easily given it to Foden just winning the trot. Yeah, easily could now, easily. Yeah. But But, no, yeah, Saka, 14 goals, 11 assists, 21 years old, and he's one of, if not the uh, most important player for Arsenal in their system. He's the main man. Yeah. He, he is as much as, yeah. like you said, Jesus and Zinchenko and Saliba yeah. have come in and been the catalyst for a change. Mm. It always comes to him. He, if he doesn't yeah. play, he is. He played 38 games out of 38. He's played something ridiculous, like the last 70-odd mm. Premier League games on the trot. And he's just so important for that mm. team, how he works. And he's getting the fruits of his hard work mm. and he's got his new contract now. And I was actually listening to an Arsenal podcast and they said, nah, this is from first game of the season next year a lot of these Arsenal players including him will now be judged on not being the nice young boy that's obviously come through now you're judged on you've now got a new five four year deal on 300 grand a week you need to perform these levels mm. every single season and that's the, that's the maddest thing he's 20 he's actually 21 years old yeah. like and he'll probably be one of those players that you think oh he's been around for ages he must be like 38 or something but he'll be like 29 or something just just there in his prime but yeah just those stats 14 goals 11 assists as a wide player he's a out and out wide player as well yeah. he's not like a doesn't play behind a striker or as a centre like he's a he's a wide man and yeah he's just yeah very very good numbers and he's had his moments like some bad moments i.e. the penalty at West Ham obviously a huge moment to forget about but not just his goals and assists but I'm sure there's I don't watch Arsenal all the time but I'm sure there's games and moments like that one you always say the classic eye test he he hasn't scored 20 and got 20 assists, but 
and in a game he may not have been involved in any of the goals but his run or his pass that he makes or his tackle and then he plays it off someone when you watch a game like bloody hell he's a good player that's what he's becoming or has become already yeah well like you just brought up that he has become that guy I remember Spurs mm. did it at the Emirates they had Son mm. tracking back and they're torn him the whole time and yeah. that's where the first goal came from because Son came across or I think it might be Hoiberg as well came across doubled up he played it across mm. to White played the pass here mm. with a free man where he's come out and then they scored yeah and because you they were so yeah. fixated on stopping exactly, him, yeah. you let another gap out. And that's the player he's become. Mm. But now it's his challenge to overcome that. Exactly. And yeah. make sure that if you've got two players on, that's a detriment mm. to the, the, the opposition to yeah. find the space around him. And, that's, and the best players yeah. do that. And that's what I've got here as well, that teams are now, so this season, definitely, and obviously the coming seasons. But yeah, it's now... Tottenham play Arsenal right how do we deal with Saka if we stop Saka we've probably got a chance of doing this and scoring or we might get a point whatever might win the game and yeah that's that's credit to him and how how good he's become this season over, over the last couple yeah I think a personal highlight for him there was the two <coughs> home games one against Liverpool one against United both mm. won 3-2 and he scored the two winners in both no sorry Nketiah scored two in that game mm. apologies but he scored an absolute cracker in that goal in that game Scored the, scored the two goals against Liverpool and the, the late winner in the penalty in that game. Mm. And he's it. He's just... He's a top, top player and yeah. hopefully for me continues. Yeah, and continues that's on that the trajectory. And for England. I hope yeah. And for England as well. Like with the Euros coming up next season. Mm. Is the Euros in it next season? Yeah. yeah. And that's with the, the contract, like you said. The, the, does it... The cliche, like, does it go to his head or do, do his performances suddenly drop or is he going to carry on the way he is and just, yeah, totally ignore the money or not ignore the money but... That's not going to phase him. He's just going to continue on this path that he's on. But yeah, I think young player, unanimous yeah. decision on on Saka. Uh, biggest surprise. Uh, go on, let you kick us I've off. I've gone for two, but I'm actually going to focus more on... So I've put it a surprise, but actually on episode one, you had them as your shout of the season. They're going to have a very, very bad year. Was Leicester. Mm. Look, they obviously had a... Traumatic is the wrong word. Mm. Summer is... They had a... Uh, pretty stale was nothing stale summer it was a, it didn't, nothing happened yeah. like yeah. You, they, you could sense there was a bit of trouble going on mm. there I thought they might have about, no way did they ever think they'd be going relegated no, no I, I no, should no. have wrote it down actually and done a bit more research on this but has there ever been a team that's gone from did they finish fifth last year or sixth or? Uh, they were eighth last year but they had finished yeah they were like top six and won the FA Cup and has, has a team sorts. ever finished eighth and then got relegated mm. I don't know. That, yeah. that, that, from that fall of from two different, yeah, it's a big it's a drop. massive, yeah, huge massive, drop. Dr- massive mm. drop. And like I said they were, they missed out on the top four a couple of seasons before. Mm. On the last day, recently won the FA Cup three years ago, mm. two years ago. And to be relegated to that squad, I know it's one of them cliches though that they're too good to go down on mm. paper. And throughout the season, you then look at the team and you think, oh, they, then they are crap. But beginning mm. of the season. It's yeah, like yeah. when the beginning of the season comes around. Yeah, on paper, you, yeah. It was like Tottenham, for example. Yeah. Everyone had us top three, top four, yeah, mm. at least top four. And yeah, look at and us w- now. When you're going, no, but when you're going good, you think, yeah, oh, yeah. Everton away, win. Yeah, uh, yeah, Brighton, Brentford at home, win that. Mm. Oh, another game, home game against Brentford, uh, mm. Brighton, win that. But when you're bad, you're like, oh, God. Dice away, or this is yeah, yeah. Uh, sticky uh, yeah, Brentford. Yeah. Brighton <laughs> yeah, yeah, are a good team, actually. Sticky, and then yeah. you think that's how we're going to get points. When yeah. you're winning, I mean, that was a, that was the thing I had last year of Arsenal. Mm. We were winning all the time, so I was like, yeah, Brentford yeah. away. Yeah, why not? Yeah. There's not. I can't make it. I can't make an excuse not to no. think we're going to. Yeah, win. you turn up to a game like, well, 
it's it's not gonna it's gonna be three or four. Like it's not how if we're gonna win, it's gonna be five six. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But I had Leicester because I, I was. And still, I'm generally shocked mm. they got relegated. Yeah, but then they've got gone down because of that idiot Brendan Rodgers, and, and he's wormed his way out of it. Like Bournemouth and Fulham, who mm. I think were both a mo- uh, I'd one, at least had one of them mm. down. To go Nottingham Forest. Yeah, even like the three promoted sides. Then you've got Southampton, the the state they're in, Everton, even the st- I know Dyche come in and they, they've stayed up, but yeah, the st- Leeds. Like there's there's a whole list of sides that Leicester should just. Walk over, but yeah, Brendan Rogers was having a torrid time, and again, we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. It could be all sorts happening, but he was in charge, and he essentially he um yeah he cost them cost them their their Premier League status, I think. But yeah, no, I agree. That's that is a big surprise. Like I said at the start, I said I thought they'd have a bad season, but I was going to have Leicester, but I've gone I've got Newcastle getting into the top four. Um, and we, yeah, we all know about their money and their potential they have, but they haven't gone out and bought world-class European talents just yet. They have a good squad. They they got that Isaac in the summer, the Swedish striker, sort of like a... He was sort of touted to be the next best thing. Didn't quite jump to it straight away, but he's slowly becoming the player that people maybe thought he could have been. Um, and that's an example of their spending. But, yeah, they, they have Eddie Howe in charge. And his highest finish before this was 11th last season with Newcastle. Um, to go from 11th to 4th is very, very impressive. Um, I think as the season developed, people thought, oh, Newcastle, quite good. They'll, they'll sneak into the top four. But I don't think anyone had them before, really. I'm not sure what you thought. I didn't think they'd get in top four. Mm. But then who had Liverpool finishing? No. Having a, having an absolute stinker? No. Who had Chelsea uh, being that bad? Mm. And like not even compete? Like, no. You think and Spurs as well. Yeah. Spurs, Spurs, Liverpool, and Chelsea finished quite a way on the top yeah, four. Yeah, didn't yeah, they? of like, course. And uh, this this season was sort of similar to the previous season in that it was a massive opportunity for two two or three sides to get into the top four, and, and Newcastle and Manchester United have done it really. But mm. yeah, just, I, yeah, I think Newcastle top four, like I said, Eddie, Eddie Howe in charge, has still still got a load of the players that have been there for a few seasons now. Mm. Um, That's the main thing for me. Is that they they have spent money? Mm. There's not too much about it, but there is the the nucleus of that squad mm. is still Jacob Murphy. Mm. You've still got Dan Byrne, left Dan back, Byrne, right. Almiron, yeah. um, Joe Linton still plays. Joe Willock still yeah. plays. Callum Wilson, like Callum mm. Wilson's a solid player, but mm. if you're spent all this money, you'd think oh, I don't think yeah. got Isaac, for example. But mm. there's still yeah, there's still a nucleus of that yeah. core squad that were. Bottom of the league last yeah. year, and Nick Pope, he's a he's a very good goalkeeper, and talk about him in a moment. But he's not like a world class. He's not England's number one, is he? Got relegated last year. Yeah, he's not. He's not. A, he's not. Yeah, exactly that. He got relegated with Burnley. He's not a show like blockbuster name, is he? He's still a very goalie. But yeah, there's just a, the list of their players, and I think yeah, I just think Eddie Howe's done a brilliant job, and I think yeah, so I thought oh maybe they'll they'll get rid of him soon, but I think they might keep him for longer than what everyone expects, and. Mm. Yeah, they're, they're top four. It's obviously very, very good for Newcastle. Favourite game? Have you got a... Well, <laughs> I, I've actually got a favourite Arsenal game and then a favourite neutral game. Is there any uh, Spurs games that you like this year? No, no I, yeah, I didn't <laughs> even think about Tottenham. I just thought about a single game. Um, but you can go. I'll let you start. Uh, my favourite Arsenal game was the home win, I think, this season against Man United. Yeah, nice. 3-2, uh, 1-0 one, one down. 
to Rashford, Rashford screamer. My mate Eddie equalised. And then we went 2-1 up, Saka, lovely goal, 2 all, And then in the 92nd minute, Eddie pops up the winner. <laughs> absolute scenes. Yeah. For someone who, would, I think I'd recently, I think I bought the Inketia shirt like two mm. weeks before that. I was like, no, was, yeah. I was like, come on, lad. Zeus had been injured. <clears> I was like, come on, lad. Kick on, get some more goals. Were you at that game or was it the one uh, when you had the Inketia shirt on? Was it that no, game? No, it was a West Ham no. game. Uh, was, was that the, after? Uh, no, that was the first... That was a uh, boxing day. Right, I had the okay. shirt then. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. was in January. That came. Oh, okay, yeah. That's when I debuted it and <laughs> took all took all my layers off <laughs> next to the hammers. In the freezing cold. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's fantastic. Good. That no, it was. It would be that United game, and that did give me a sense of, can we? Yeah. Like, can we? Can we do this? Mm. But no, that was my. That was my Arsenal game. Neutral. Do you want to, I'll let you go. Them. Yeah, we well... Might, we might have the same. No, I don't, I don't, don't doubt it. No, no. <laughs> Is yours going to be City versus Arsenal then? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, you teed up quite nicely, but yeah, just yeah, Man City 4, Arsenal 1, the KDB <laughs> double, Stones nodded one in, Haaland as well. It was teed up as the crunch game, but yeah, Arsenal was... There was a slight signs of stuttering and there were, no one really knew. Everyone, a lot of Arsenal fans obviously believed and they, they felt like it could happen, but... Yeah, City turned up that evening and just dismantled Arsenal completely and Pep and City performed to another level that, yes, we've seen now, but up until that point, no one no one knew they could be that good and everyone knew how good they were, good they were, sorry, but yeah, somehow got even better and they just showed the league what is required to beat them and, and win the league and yeah, that, that night, I think, sent out the message like saying to Arsenal, it wasn't over then, but I think, well, maybe mentally, but... Um, yeah, I just think they said, right, if you want to compete, you've got to, you've got to do this, basically. You've got to be as good as us, if not better. And, yeah, I think as as our season, Tottenham's horrible, horrible season, um, yeah, that was my favourite game. Yeah, no, it was one of them ones, Arsenal, it went it went from, in the two weeks leading up to it, Arsenal can lose this game, mm. Arsenal can draw this game, Arsenal yeah. must win this game. Yeah. And that was the pressure, and he exactly. had a pressure, and like you said, there's a there's a re- Arsenal haven't qualified for the Champions League in seven years and City have just won it like there's mm. a there's a big golf oh, there's a good golf in these teams mm. City won the treble fantastic and that, that's what happened I'm not making excuses but you saw the class between Erling Haaland and Rob Holding yeah of course like, that's it, it was, yeah definitely yeah it was it was a fantastic game to watch for a neutral yeah I, I imagine it was just the, the, I think the first goal it De Bruyne's first goal yeah. was just like yeah, ridiculous ridiculous finishing. But yeah, yeah, as I said, Tottenham's games were not even the ones we won and um, yeah, it just wasn't wasn't a great great season to watch. It, like I said, even the the games we actually won were, were painful enough. So yeah, I can't really off the top of me, I can't think of a, a Tottenham game. My neutral game is Liverpool at seven. Yeah. Manchester United. That was nearly a surprise for me, but yeah, that was yeah. Brilliant. That was quite fantastic to be fair. Who wins seven nil? Yeah. Liverpool even won seven 0 and nine nil this yeah. year, but 7-0 to United. It's one of them ones that will live long in the history for Liverpool fans and United fans yeah. both thinking they just got whacked yeah. big time. They think they just won the Carling Cup maybe a bit before and then got whacked straight back down to earth. Yeah. Well, the United lost 7-0, got smashed by City 6-3. Like, yeah, they got beat by Brentford at the start of season four. Like, yeah. So it was very enjoyable for, a, <coughs> yeah, so for an anti-United fan. Actually. <laughs> Flop of the season. So, have you looked at this as a player, a club? Well, I've I hadn't thought about it all, but I've my choice is a club. But 
my some of my notes i'm pretty sure i think i know the person you're gonna go with i don't know you might have gone different but a lot of people listening probably say straight away richardson and that's absolutely fine and that's maybe not a lot of obvious people choices but i've got richardson question mark 27 appearances in the prem one goal four assists six appearances in the champions league two goals three goals at a world cup mad one of them being an outrageous goal so it don't know, for sixty million pounds and the performance he's put in for Tottenham haven't been great. Um but yeah, I just thought I'd get that one out of the way. So I've done a similar thing. I've got Richarlison question mark. <laughs> I've then done a club question mark mm. and then I've actually got my actual answer in capital letters. Oh, I might if it was your actual answer a player or a club? Neither. Is it a, a, a gone and you go. No, no. My flop of the season. It's Frank Lampard. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love it. I love it. Mine's closely linked to Frank Lampard, but yeah. Absolute beat the lamp shit show. <laughs> yes. He started the jo- started the season off at Everton and he <clears throat> horrific. Got mm. sacked there, they were in the relegate, whatever. Horrific job there. Sean Dice kept him up by winning against Bournemouth at home. That's how close they were to going down. Mm. Sean Dice won more games than Lampard had done in the last or oh, even at Chelsea, he won more game. Yeah. Then Lampard somehow got a job at Chelsea, won mm. one game against Bournemouth, and everyone <laughs> gets their win against Bournemouth. Yeah. <laughs> I think he drew to Forest, and he got another draw against last game of the season, Newcastle, Newcastle and right. lost the eight, the other eight games. And I, I think they scored one actual goal. I think they scored an own goal. Like the other team scored no. Yeah. I think. Yeah, Gallagher got the goal at Newcastle. Was, yeah, they're just all Lampard's a great shout. The whole the whole thing the whole setup there was just. Chelsea, the you could put any signing under the under the thing down there. They were all crap, but that man cannot cannot manage a get. I'm guess I'm not going to go as far as managing ever again in the Premier League because he probably will somehow. Mm. But next season, come on, he just has to all be football league. Has Premier to be. League owners. Yeah, you can't even think about hiring mm. this man. Yeah, I think if in a youth system, even at Chelsea, like the under 16s under 18s whatever like it'd be pretty imagine being a, a young lad and Frank Lampard man, that'd be fantastic but yeah he's he's shown now bloody hell he can't be given a, a, a top job and I mean by top job I mean just 1 to 20 in the Prem he cannot be given a Premier League job there's no there's actual no positive reason as to why you'd hire that man and his next move would be some 10 million pound year to Saudi or something yeah. like that and just manage to somehow yeah. get out of it yeah that's, no you're right flopper season Lampard and like I said, linked to my my main choice is Chelsea Football Club. Uh, the new owners arrived. The, essentially, the main man, Todd Bowley. I know he's not. It's not all about him, but he seems to make it all about him. Comes in, removes Tuchel, who was liked by the fans. He won the Champions League with them. He wasn't in a great moment, but they got rid of him. Appointed Graham Potter, who who himself could have been a flop of the season. Was at high. Was doing well with Brighton on, on the up, and then goes to Chelsea and falls flat on his face. Um, yeah, Chelsea, they spent over half a billion on players and managers. End of the season, 12th in the Premier League. And like you said, with Frank Lampard as an interim, who shouldn't be a manager of any Prem clubs ever again. Yeah, just Chelsea, a disgrace of a season. Absolute disgrace. And the news breaking today, it looks like they might even get away with all of it if they can sell really? their players to yeah, no, Saudi. That's, yeah, what, and talk about sports washing. How, that is plain sight. That is clearly obvious. And if you're... If you're listening and you're a Chelsea fan and you're close friends of us, you know we're talking about the Johnsons. <laughs> yes, you, JJ, you fake Ipswich fan. <laughs> but no, you you just cannot 
even have a conversation with me or anyone about that that's good business or whatever it's obvious it's so obvious the Saudis are buying your players because they have a probably a monetary interest in Chelsea so they they don't want to lose that yeah lose that asset and the prime example it looks like Koulibaly's agreed a deal for like 25 30 million pound he's on they signed signed him a year ago he's 31 32 Mm. for 30 million pound Mm. so how are you making your money on him (laughs) after he's been shit Mm. and he's like one of the highest paid players at Chelsea like Mm. it's a nice dodgy thing it looks like Mendy Ziyech Kante's already gone Kante and uh, Koulibaly Mm. four players to Saudi (laughs) like are you serious and I think two or three at the same club yeah it's going to be interesting over Chelsea though because obviously obviously these talks about Havertz going Mm. Mount going it's actually a point I want to make I think think we'll see more top players from top clubs moving around Mm. I used to always find it quite interesting that in Syria Perlo, for example, played at AC. Mm. I think he even might have had like a stint at Inter for like when he was. He was at Juve as well. Juve, when and they all right, Zlatan all played for all three. Um, Ronaldo, for example, played for both of them again, and it's very rarely happens here. Mm. Like I'm in talking, England, it's, it's I'm a massive shock. Players, yeah, it's, it's more. It's of a, a big shock deal. Here. Yeah, yeah. Like Van Persie, yeah, played for both. Tevez did it at City Tevez when they were on the up. I'm trying to think. Mm. Um, at their prime as well. Yeah, they did yeah, it at yeah, their yeah. prime. And I think you'll see more... Because Havertz, they want to sell him. The, the, the market for Havertz, there isn't one outside of Europe because they mm. can't afford him. Mm. They can't afford a player that hasn't quite hit the heights. Mm. And then there was talks about maybe Real Madrid looking at him, but... Really I saw Bayern Munich say, but I think that might just be but then, yeah, too late, but, isn't but, it? Uh, you don't... <coughs> I don't See players like you know, even Richarlison, for example. There isn't a market for Richarlison now. You're going to have to get fifty million pounds for him somehow. Mm. Um, you might see more players with Mount, for example. I'm saying, and Havertz, mm. and I don't know, Sterling gone to gone to Chelsea, mm. and you see these players. I think will be more because the money is all the Premier League, isn't it? Yeah. It's where they're going to have to go if they want yeah. to keep these players. Yeah, but, and like you said, this I'd say it was more of a. It's been in the past. It's more of a big deal, isn't it? It's like, oh my god, Van Persie's gone to United, or whoever's moved to Chelsea, and all the rest of it. But yeah, I think, like you said, that we're the clubs with the money. The top seven, eight clubs have got all the money. So, like exactly that, you Havertz can't be bought by most other clubs in the world. So he's mm. probably going to go to a Prem side. Um, but yeah, I think yeah. quickly right back to yeah, flop of the season: Chelsea, Lampard, anything that Graham Potter, take your pick, <laughs> Todd Bowley. Anyone. Any signing? Um, Cucurella, Fafana, yeah, Cucurella, Kulabali, Mudrick. Yeah. Lost his cheek. Well, yeah, within <laughs> that, he's finally gone, isn't he? I think, they, <laughs> I I think he's been finally released. Um, just in time for Love Island. But, <laughs> yeah, I think Chelsea's got to be up there. Yeah. I think that's... A, is that enough for... Yeah, I think so. One? Yeah, definitely. And we'll be back with the team of the season. So this part, we're going to move on to the team of season. But just before we do that, we've got some questions coming on Instagram from a couple of the fans that are out there. First one, I'm going to put it to you, Tate, but we'll discuss them all. It's from Owen on Instagram. He says, what what were the top three most unexpected results of the season? Um, well, I'll, I'll kick this off mm-hmm. with my result of the season was the 7-0. I don't think it was necessarily unexpected result yeah. in the states that Liverpool beat United and yeah. Anfield. More of the 
the, the manner man, of exactly. it seven nil exactly. is is outrageous yeah, ridiculous yeah I don't think don't think anyone because that was on that weekend as well was, again I suppose we had loads of Super 6 where you predict the results no one's getting the money no one's saying 7-0 so no. yeah it was ridiculous but no yeah, that's definitely one if not the one um, unexpected the start of seeing Brentford United was it 4-0 yes it was yeah yeah um, and at the time we, everyone was in meltdown weren't they Man United they're rubbish Martinez is too small and yeah. all sorts happening Ronaldo's finished yeah it was and yeah, Ten yeah. Hag out. It was yeah, all- Ten Hag's rubbish. He's who's this bloke we got? So yeah, it was all happening, and yeah, I think that four 0 was shocking. And another result, I think, finally the one you actually touched on earlier, is the reason Everton Football Club is still a Premier yeah. League club. Is Brighton one, mm. and this of all of them, I think, is the most shocking one. Yeah. In terms of even as a result as well, because yeah. often there, I thought there was no chance mm. in hell that. Uh, Everton, Everton were ever yeah. getting result and Everton to win 5-1 yeah. and score 5 as well because again I don't they score probably one uh, least amount in the yeah. season yeah it's, and like you said on paper Brighton are a good side at home yeah easy win for Brighton but yeah 5-1 is ridiculous and I think at the time we said it but all the, the teams battling for releg- relegation at the time probably thinking like Brighton, what are you? What have you done? Like, why? Yeah. Why have you done this? <laughs> and that would have, if they had just lost that, for example. I know things can change and yeah. a bit. If they had lost that, they would have finished nineteenth. Yeah, like, yeah, ridiculous. That's how tight it was. That one game, and it was, it yeah. was mad. And that question again was from Owen, but we had another one from Chavez who says most shocking match result. And out of those three, possibly, yeah, you could argue for any of them, I suppose. But the seven nil is quite, quite emphatic for me. It's very um, poignant. Is that the word? Yeah, poignant. Great it word. Just, it just looks, stares you in the face and you yeah. just think, wow. Yeah, it's bad. And after, again, after a season of United people, fans, whoever associate with clubs, saying how good they are, they got to FA Cup final, we won the League Cup, got into the top four, but also got beat 7-0 by your biggest rivals, yes, Man City, but everyone knows Liverpool Man United is the biggest rivalry. Mm. Um, yeah, beat 7-0. I think, that, that like you said, that will be in the memory for a long, long time. Mm. And the last question from David Howard said, the most arrogant moment of the season could be a manager or a player. Um, I think I know what your manager one might be. <laughs> uh, my player, I would go, I would say Cristiano Ronaldo, how he mm. acted. I was always quite a fan of his mm. and I was like really admired, like he's just an ultimate goal scorer and interview. But I think he just handled himself really, really poorly. That was in them six months this season, mm. I remember him storming off. I think they might have beat Spurs 2-0 or something at Old Trafford and he stormed off or when he went and shook like, the pundits' hands and because there was someone yeah. questioned him, mm. they just, he ignored Carragher and then didn't he ignore Neville the next time. And yeah, he did. He did. It's just, you're nearly 40, mate. Like, yeah. Grow up. You you're grow one, up, you're one of the best players in ever. ever to play. Come, just, yeah. come to the realisation that you are slowly, I know it must be, it must be really hard to not be once who you were but come on and you're the Man United yeah. clearly trying something new this season like mm. try and get on board of it you're meant to be a Man United legend and it just it, I think it out ended really poorly on his part sour wasn't it sour ending but yeah not that it, like David said it wasn't necessarily a each topic but I've got yeah for the manager I'd probably yeah Klopp for me Jurgen Klopp just in general, he's just an arrogant, arrogant human. And I'm sure if you're a Liverpool fan, you absolutely love him. They do. That's fine. But there's been multiple times this season in, and in previous seasons. But the one for me was the, the penalty. Was it the penalty even against it was against Arsenal, I think, wasn't it? At home. 
when he didn't face the penalty and Salah, oh, and missed. Salah missed. Yeah, yeah, and he just assumed they scored and uh, just a, a prime example. And even when he pulled his hamstring, like even that little moment was slight arrogance, like him charging down the fourth official and then Karma, just his, his uh, hamstring just falling to pieces. But well, Against Spurs, that was it? I think it was, yeah, yeah. it was all booing off. But yeah, I just I dislike the man anyway. But yeah, for me, just a arrogant, arrogant man. And an honourable shout out for Antonio Conte's press yeah. conference. <laughs> yeah, that could... He could sneak in there. We spent enough time talking about that. Yeah. But. No, thank you for the questions. Yeah, lads. good, good question. I really enjoyed them once. As always, yeah, thanks for getting involved. But right. yeah, we'll move on to our team of season. Team of season. Do you want to kick us off in goal? Yeah, we mentioned him briefly earlier, but yeah, I mean, just we we are to the listeners out there. Jack's got his team. I've got my mm. team, and then we'll yeah, we'll have a discussion. We'll have a discussion and agree to disagree. I'm yeah. sure, but yeah, start off goalkeeper. I've gone for Nick Pope. Um, Part, yes, part of the reason why Newcastle have conceded the least amount of goals, only 33, same City. Um, and he's had one or two huge errors, for example. I think the, the Liverpool one when he come charging out week the before card, the cup final, yeah. red card. Obviously misses the cup final and in that game was a was a poor moment. But yeah, made some important saves. I think, was he save, Was he like one of the first goalies in so long to save a Tony penalty at Brentford? Yep. Um, and again, a couple of penalties. So yeah. against um, Forrest? No. No, no, it no. might have been for us, but he did definitely save one against Leeds. Yeah, Patrick Bamford. That was it, Leeds away. Yeah, um, and like I said earlier, he's not like a blockbuster, huge, world class name, but yeah, he's more of a textbook English goalkeeper. But yeah, Newcastle are fourth, and Pope's probably the first name when he's fit if he can play on the, on the team sheet every week. So yeah, I just think he's been very good. I, I don't obviously Edison is a very goalie, very good goalkeeper. Allison is a very good goalkeeper for Liverpool. And I think he's had a very good season. And there's others in there, but I just think the season Newcastle have had and, and all the rest of it, I think, yeah, Nick Pope for me. 100% agree with you. I've got Nick Pope yeah. as well. I put a fantastic signing. Yeah. A big improvement what they had before. Mm. They had Debravna, was it yeah. last year? Debravka, yeah. He's been a solid little goalkeeper mm. over the years, but Nick Pope wasn't a stellar sign, but mm. he's been such a great player in that back four and has been, like you said, considered the same goal as Man City. That's unbelievable. Mm. And Fantastic, and he's like you said, he's just a, he's a solid professional. He he yeah. will make over thirty eight games. You will make one or two mistakes, yeah. but for the most part, he's been absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah he's just yeah, he's just been a good goal. And like, like I said, you it's, that's that's why you don't read too much into the stats. But like the Hayes had the most clean sheets, but he wouldn't be anywhere near yeah, anyone's team this season. No, and they'd absolutely despise, and they what they want him gone. So yeah, I think Nick Pope's obviously us two now is quite an easy choice. Uh, moving on to right back, I mm. we might have the same here, but I've gone for another Newcastle player in Kieran Trippier. Yep, I'll yeah let you explain. But yeah, I've gone Trippier as well. Um, well, as Newcastle been an incredible season for Newcastle, gaining qualification back to the Champions League for the first time since two thousand and two and three. Trippier played every single game, and was the only Newcastle player to do so. And he's been a constant in that team. He's great outlet crosses, assists, mm. captain now. He was the first signing of the new era, mm. and he's like the might sound cliche, but it's cliche, but it's the perfect signing yeah. to do that. He's he's not a Rabinio, mm. he's not a Neymar, mm. he's someone who's come in, wants to prove he can still make it at the top level. Mm. You see Southgate picks him all the time. He's a solid he's a solid mm. right back. And he's just he's been he's been fantastic. He's got he must be well, up there with the most assists this season for a defender. Seven, yeah, seven assists he's got. And and a few goals. A few goals from free kicks, important goals as well. Just being a side. There was mm. honourable mentions for Ben White. Mm. Um, 
you could have any Man City defender the yeah. right back when yeah. you wanted Agreed. to. Um, but no, I just thought he's been outstanding personally. Mm. Yeah, that's a trivia as well for me. Uh, so, I mean, I've gone four at the back. I don't know. Yeah, yeah you've gone four as well. Um, I'll start with the, the left back and then we'll go into the centre backs. But left back, I felt like we were pretty limited in this area as a genuine left back. Agreed. Um, but I've I've gone for Luke Shaw. He's, I think a lot of people have in their the pundits and all that have gone for Luke Shaw. But I think probably a similar reasoning in that you're pretty limited as a genuine left back. But yeah, I feel like Ten Hag's come in and trusted Shaw. Obviously, likes him a lot. His ability as a as a left back, but has played centre back when needed and if needed because of the, he doesn't like Mister um, Maguire. But yeah, won the league, won the league cup. Sorry, got to the FA Cup final and top four finish. I don't think Shaw's been exceptional and set the world light, but. He's just he's been he's been solid, I think, and yeah, I think again, left back's pretty poor on the choices. Yes, you can go into city players, but yeah. yeah, so there was obviously mentions for Ake, who's played there mm. a little bit. Esther Pinion, I think mm. Esther Pinion, yeah, was from in, Brian. Was in Carragher's team of the year. Yeah, I actually I was struggling this one. I, mm. I was like, I was reluctant. I'm reluctant to pick this choice, but the reason I've picked it, I've picked Zinchenko, mm. just because, like you said at the beginning of the show, he's transformed how Arsenal were thought of and how Arsenal, the mentality around that team how he's come in played in this hybrid role mm. and I think he's done really really well at it unfortunately he only played 27 times for Arsenal defensively he's not top draw but mm. when, we're, when we're clicking he is one of the most important <coughs> players in the middle of the park he's got a couple of assists he scored an important equaliser away at um, Aston Villa it was and I just think he's been a fantastic signing in that in in that squad mm. to boost them up, Shaw's obviously had a very good season, and as as a defender, probably been better. Like, mm. like you said, he's trusted them centre half instead of Maguire. But I don't know. For me, Zinchenko was just when he was on form and Arsenal were playing well. Then we looked. Remember one game against United, he was just literally playing like eighty passes and was just everything was going down his side, and he just controlled game after game after game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a tough one. There wasn't, like you said, there wasn't yeah, much. I th- yeah, wasn't I mean, I'm from. happy to have Sinchenko in there. Um, if he'd have played probably majority of the season, yeah, definitely. Just first, probably one of the, yeah, names straight in the back four. But yeah, I feel like, like even yourself, you sort of, in your explanation, it was like, sort of, like you said, you had to sort of dig deep a little bit to try and find someone. But yeah, I think left back was pretty limited. But yeah, Sinchenko, obviously, very, very good. Do you want to start with... Yeah, I'll name. I've got two, obviously, but yeah, I'll go. I'll go one to start off with. John Stones. Um, I think he speaks for himself, really. His name. Um, he's technically not played as a traditional centre back this season, but that's his de- default position. Um, and he's had a fantastic season. Pep's transformed him as it's progressed into this like weird, basically, not this hybrid, which is basically a centre midfielder and mm. ends up running up the pitch, number ten, getting on the ball and creating things, which is mental. But yeah, I think as a centre back. I'd, yeah, I absolutely love him at centre back for my team. So yeah, John Stones for me. I've actually gone for both of John Stones' teammates. Oh, interesting. I've gone gone. You go first. So I was think I was I had was tossing and turning between Lewis Dunk. I thought is is that too? Mm, yeah, trying to be too, too yeah trendy. Too yeah, trendy. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he has played very well. You could have had your mate Ben Me in there. Yeah. yeah, but I've actually gone for. Akanji and Ruben Diaz. Oh, interesting. Well, I've, I'll 
So, yeah, because my other choice is Ake. So <laughs> <laughs> basically, whoever we put out, it don't matter. Any, We've gone for yeah, all. Yeah, that's fine. Go on. I mean, unless you want to move Ake to left back. I'd, yeah, we could. I'll, you explain yours, and my argument for him might slip him in the side. But. Ruben Diaz has now won the Premier League title in all three seasons he's had in England. Um, he's just he's the captain most of the time. Mm. I thought they sort of swap and change that. I know when Gundogan sometimes mm. captain, don't they? they he's only like 23, 22, yeah, he's, he's colossal. Mm. He missed 12 games. It's quite a lot, but then City rotate a lot, yeah. so yeah. that's not too much for a City for them, yeah. He's just colossal, mate. Mm. And I think they're a far better team when he's in it. I know they've got such depth of choices. Laporte mm. could even go in there. I actually think he's sort of maybe even over... I think he's the best defender they've got. Mm. Where he wins yeah. the ball, he's aggressive. John Zone's probably the best player, mm. if that makes sense. No, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, after your sort of explanation of mine, I'll, yeah, I'll sort I've of expand with, on that. gone with a Kanji, because it's been, like I said, it's, I put him in the sign of the yeah. season. He's been an excellent first season again, winning the treble. Um, the Swiss international has ended on the winning side of 24 of his 29 Premier League, game, Premier League games this season. Mm. In the nine games he hasn't featured, they've won just four. So I thought he's just been, whether that's been left back or mm. right back. When um, Aki got injured against Bayern Munich, they thought oh, they were a bit, a bit worried. We haven't got a left back now. And they put him left back and was just quality against Real Madrid and mm. Arsenal. Like they were the two, they're their two biggest rivals this season, mm. they were. And just. Didn't face, didn't face them at all. He started the Champions League final at right back. Didn't he start the FA Cup final at left back as well? And mm. he's always been a player for Pep to go to when they've needed, they've needed an option, and he's been the one he chose. Mm. No, I like some, it. There's some stat about he's made the only person to make more passes than the uh, Lewis Duncan Rodri. But mm. does that matter? Yeah. For Pep, it does. Yeah, really. it does. It, yeah, yeah. And no, I like it. I've, like I said, I went Stones, but I've gone Nathan Ake. Um, yeah, he just, I think he stepped up massively this season and covered on the left side, predominantly left back, maybe slipped into the left side of a three and when needed played centre back. But yeah, he's played 41 games this season across all competitions um, from 27 appearances the previous season. So it's a big step up for 13, 14 games more. Um, and yeah, City won a treble and he's been heavily involved. And again, I don't... I don't think you think of City and go, oh, bloody hell, like, Ake's a brilliant player. Kanji's a fantastic player. They are, obviously, are good players. But when Ake first went, I thought, why has that happened? But similar to that, need a bit of time to bed in and get used to what's going on. That's it. I think he's a perfect example. It's taken him slightly longer, not even that a season, which is pretty normal. But Haaland's come in and hit the ground running. But, yeah, I just think um, Ake, sorry, yeah, 41 games, like I said. And, yeah, he's been a huge part of it. And he probably... I know he personally wants to play and do the best, do the best he can. But he probably doesn't even didn't even believe in himself at the start, thinking, "Oh, I'll, I'll get loads of games here." So I actually think at the beginning of the season there was rumours he was going to go back to Chelsea. Mm. I think there was a few transfer mm. talks about that. But Pep, there's a thing with Pep, and they say that he doesn't often he doesn't let a player fail. He'll always no. give you that chance, and that's what they're saying next year with Calvin mm. Phillips that they'll, he'll want to he'll want to for his for his sake as well. He wants to make him good to make sure mm. that he doesn't look like he's. Never really had a. Never had a. Bad player, have they? Like flop. Like I can picture, I don't know, Danilio and but mm. Claudio Bravo, but that's literally it. Yeah, but even with Bravo, like that was Pepe brought him in, and he played a lot of games. They won, they still won things with him, and he he made some mistakes, and people thought, God, oh mm. no! But 
yeah, they just whoever has come in, he like you said, it's Peppers. I've had that hundred point team. Like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Peppers made them into a brilliant team. But on the centre backs in particular, and like I said earlier about Jesus and Arsenal, I think Saliba definitely would have been there if if he'd have played the whole season, hadn't got a, a bad injury. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think the way Arsenal tailed off, it, if, if Arsenal won the Premier League, that whole back four is different. Mm. It, it's, it just, but it is the City. Mm. Them last eight games. Well, that was the creme de la creme that they moved to the top. Yeah, they they, 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 they shifted. Uh, yeah, Ben game. White didn't have his best last five games. Saliba mm. obviously didn't play. Mm. Gabriel wasn't the playing player he mm. is next to um, what's his name? Next holding to, or yeah, next to holding. Yeah. And that's what Zinchenko sort of got there in default. Yeah, he was probably as a defender probably the worst defender out the three mm. of them. But that was a space where I thought he could play, and he was obviously yeah. been fantastic this season for us. But yeah, no, I just thought, yeah, because it like, I'm oh, sure. was, yeah, Saliba was transformative. Yeah. Just and then again, he's like, what, 21, maybe? 22 yeah, or something? Luckily, signed him to a new deal, so. Yeah, no, he's, when he's, if when he if he's fit again and, and he can, similar to that argument, like, if he can consistently play a whole season, then, mm. then you'll see how, how good he is. But, yeah, I think <laughs> any mix of those City players with a, a sprinkle of Newcastle and Arsenal, I think we'd be absolutely fine. Yeah, so what should we agree on then? Uh, Trippier's locked in. Yeah, Trippier, Pope. I think, obviously... Should we push Ake to left-back? I don't mind that idea. I do like that idea. Should we push Ake to left-back? Mm. And then... Do you want a Kanji in as, as you picked him signing of the season? Should we go Kanji and Stones? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, I think at least two of our midfield will be the same. Yeah. I... Could possibly be three. Could be three. Depends what you've done. Have you done three? Not yeah, I've done three. Yeah. And then you've done three forward yeah. attacking more players. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I know why you're putting that inverted commas. <laughs> uh, yeah, because my team is... I mean, it's not a formation I'd like to play personally, but <laughs> it's one that could work. Are you uh, shoehorning one player in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Central midfielder, Rodri. Yeah. I don't think there's much more to say, yeah. but we haven't already said... 52 games I think he's played for fourth fourth season at uh, Man City I believe it was mm. um, third title just fantastic and player. he's tw- again about the age but he's 26 <laughs> Calvin Phillips is 27 and everyone's saying like for example people are saying why'd you buy Phillips but and not play him but that's why because you've got, <laughs> you got Rodri who's mm. a year younger and 10 times better than Calvin Phillips so there's a stat here I wanted to say, and this is why people joke that Arteta builds his team like mini, mini pet, yeah, mini yeah. city. This stat is mad because it's Rodri was crucial to Manchester City winning the winning possession back to start their attacks. The Spaniard won possession of the ball 301 times, second only to Declan Rice. Really? So yeah, there's a theme that. While regaining position, being. 187 times in the middle of the middle of the pitch was the most of any player. So they obviously, when they're pressing hard at the pitch, mm. he's the one that yeah. gets it, and that's what they want when they're camp when they're camping other teams in. Mm. The only so player to sweep better that was Rice, mm. and that's Rice playing for a, a, a crap team mm. this last this season. It's obviously, I've, I've put these comparisons out between Rodri and Rice, where they're they're durable athletes. They mm. play 52 games a game. That's why you're seeing, and I've said before, we'll sell party this mm. summer because he can only play. 25 games a season and five of them he hasn't fit yeah um, yeah exactly Twenty. they're not 25 10 out of 10 performances no. either the tw- yeah. 20 you're probably like 8 out of 10 yeah. but then five are like threes yeah and then the rest he doesn't play yeah 
And if you want to compete on three fronts, you can't have a player like that. You need to have that dribble player. Yeah. Um, I've, I've got I've got Rodri in there as well. I could wax Liverpool on him all day. Yeah. I've done it enough times. So I've got I think I've got him in there because of your influence, but <laughs> also, yeah, I thought of him maybe because yeah, maybe of you. But it's called yes. the winner of I know this is Premier League team, but yeah. it's called the winner of Champions League final. Yeah. And like you said, that many games, he's just, he's always there and he's like, a, again, he's, you don't think of City and think, oh, Rodri, like obviously some people do, but yeah, you, all the attacking players you think of first, but yeah, Rodri, definitely. Um, I'll go... I'll go to the next one. I'll go Odegaard. Mine Odegaard, centre midfield. Um, yeah. 15 league goals, 8 assists. Probably as close to a number 10 in the modern day that you can get, I think. Um, obviously, KDB's an extraordinary player and may, plays a similar role, but I think Odegaard's yeah, more suited to that role. Um, yeah, he's tw- Again, I keep going about the ages of players, but he's 24 years old, captain of Arsenal. Um, after this season, I think he's reached or getting to that potential that so many thought he was going to get to when he moved to Madrid at the age of 16, 17 years old. Um, yeah, I just think he's, he's brilliant. And similar to Saka, when you play Arsenal, you think, oh, bloody, like this season, what, oh God, how do we stop Odegaard? What do we do about him? Blah, blah. So, yeah, I think, yeah, Odegaard goes in. Yeah, like I so said, he's 15 goals and seven assists. Seven, sorry. He d- doubled his, I think it was seven, I can't remember. Seven or eight, yeah. yeah. He doubled his goal involvement from last season. Mm. And he's just been... Really, he's, he's captain. It was his first season as captain. He's just led by example. And one thing I'd like to say about him, even when we were in our sticky spells in the last five, six, seven, eight games, mm. he was the one that really stood up. He scored goals against West Ham, against, uh, what do you call it, Southampton, mm. when we, would, <laughs> we weren't playing real well. Mm. And he did, he did lead by example. I think it was a credit. Like I said, he became a player that people thought could could do it but he actually mm. went and did it and 15 goals is a lot of goals for a yeah. midfielder who doesn't yeah. take penalties no doesn't didn't score any set pieces and he no. takes corners and things like that though yeah I think yeah he's very good and always like a left footed player in that he looks that. nice doesn't he like even yeah. that goal obviously you were right behind against Spurs mm. he looks aesthetically nice every runs around the pitch and mm. he isn't that you might think differently but he isn't a a moaner and a screamer like a Bruno Fernandes mm. who, who just looked dislikable well yeah he's not a, yeah exactly he's not a petulant little, little child <laughs> like Fernandes is yeah. he's not at the moment might, he might <laughs> become that but I'll say that now and that could change but yeah no he's just yeah very good and again I, uh, you could have had could have had that was very robotic but um, yeah I think it, the team could have had more Arsenal players in it um, if certain players would have stayed fit I think but could have also had more City players in it and I so I wasn't yeah. sure you'd go Odegaard no, I've got the other the, one is locked in. Yeah, the other option is Gundogan. Oh, okay. That was yeah, um, yeah, outstanding. He does mm. his usual come the end of the season, scores, shed loads of goals. Yeah, it just really becomes matters. the the showstopper. Yeah, I, I've gone, I've got De Bruyne, in, yeah. but only because of not only, but like I said, sixteen assists. His actual, his personal best return, won the league again. He's a ridiculous player. Possibly gone. Sounds ridiculous, but gone under the radar because of Haaland. But obviously, Haaland. Um, is enabled to do all, all of that because of players like De Bruyne um, I just think yeah De Bruyne is in there as well but yeah I think maybe I think you could have a debate there's lots of shouts for Casemiro but I, I just don't don't think that's correct from my personal opinion no I agree with that um, it's the fourth time De Bruyne has got as many as 16 16 assists no 16 yeah, 16 assists in the Premier League I believe mm. um, and do you know half of them 
were for for, for Haaland. Were they? He assisted assisted Haaland eight times. Bloody hell! And that's just the that was the deadly duo that you mm. you knew was going to happen. And you saw it on the first game of the season. You thought, oh, God, here yeah. we go. Yeah, that's at the start. I said, I thought they're just going to go on beating, are they? Just going to win every game, and it's, it's a no contest, but. No, yeah, De Bruyne's a brilliant player. I think that midfield, are we going to go with that De Bruyne, Odegaard, Rodri? Yeah. Lock him in. I think, yeah, that midfield three works very well. Lock him in. Um, right onto the front line, <laughs> shall we call it? <laughs> Do you want to start us off? Uh, yes, I'll start from, I'll start from the right, because I think we've got, I think the right before we locked in, the centre, the striker's locked in, and mm. then I think you've got another striker. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we touched him earlier the young player this season yeah. Bekeo Saka yep um, just outstanding you mentioned his goals his assists mm. I think he was the first player in, in the Premier League this season to have double figures for goals and assists mm-hmm. there were other players that followed but he was the first one to do it um, and like I mentioned earlier with Rodri the top top players play every three days they play every game he played all the Europa games he played the FA Cup game Mm. He played <laughs> he in the he played the Carl, played yeah. the Carling Cup game and it was just he plays every game and it's because he needs to be that important. You can't go from playing thirty eight Premier League games and then resting in the Europa mm. games. If you want to be like next season is now Champions League football, mm. we could get a group of I don't know PSG, Arsenal, AC Milan, and whoever's in the fourth mm. and that go, go and prove that you can do it on the biggest stage, mm-hmm. biggest club stage, and that's what. That's what I think hopefully he can do. We mentioned it earlier about only being 21 and just the consistency and the maturity in his performances. Yeah. Every every week, he's at least a seven. He either seems to be scoring or getting assists at least every other game or, or whatnot. And I just think, yeah, he's... In the young players in the Premier League, there isn't many. No, I, any yeah. better than him. Yeah. Especially in his position uh, now. Yeah. I think, like, Foden is an obviously exceptional player, but he just doesn't play enough like I'd love to play as half as much as Foden does but yeah he just doesn't have the full season that someone like a Saka does um, mm. and there's obviously very exceptional young talents in the Premier League but again they're just not playing football they're not they're not getting the time but yeah for me Saka's in there in whatever way possible um, I think Haaland's done nailed in you think <laughs> just <laughs> yeah I've just got Haaland robot just yeah we spoke about him earlier he's definitely in the side um but yeah, the third player, I've got Harry Kane. So, I know I knew you'd have him in there. So, th- the left-hand side, it, was, it is my bias. It was, because I knew you'd have Harry Kane in there. So, I was like, oh, we can squeeze him in there, whatever. I, we had Rashford, I had Martinelli. I went with Rashford in the end. Really? But I want to ask you a question. Is it harder? I think I know the answer to this. Is it harder? Well, no, sorry. Would Erling Haaland score 30 goals for Spurs last season? Would Harry Kane score 36 goals for Man City last season? Yes. I don't think Haaland would have yeah. scored 30 for Spurs. Yeah. No way. Because no. we're just essentially not good enough. But, yeah, Kane, I think Kane scores 45 in City's team. Like, I just think, this, is, this is what I've been saying. Yeah. I think, obviously, Haaland is, has done unbelievable well. Mm. Unbelievably well, should I say. They sold Jesus because he just... It's, Jesus is bloody fantastic, mm. but he isn't prolific he no he's, he he's and that's with Jesus he'll never score I mean he might but I don't think he'll score more than ever maybe 
20, 20 yeah. more than 25 goals in a season. No, I don't think he'll score more than 20. But I just don't think I he's think that he can be involved that striker, in more than yeah. 20 goals. Yeah. But yeah. as a striker, no. But Kane, Kane would have done, would have broke this record two years ago if mm. he'd gone in that summer. Because mm. City just do create these chances mm. and it's just... Yeah, and with the, that's what I want to say about the team this season. Like, yes, Kane has scored 30 goals. I think he deserves to be in this team. And we also know that on paper, Harry Kane is probably one of the best players in the Premier League. And But we also know that Van Dijk is probably one of the best centre-backs. Alisson's probably the best goalie. Like, Salah on his... I, know, I was just randomly picked off three Liverpool players. But Salah on his day is probably one of the best forwards. But we're try, obviously trying to do a team a season and on form as such. So, yes, for me, I think Kane should be in there. Scoring 30 goals. De Bruyne or Odegaard out wide and get a 4 4 Well, that's, that's for me. Obviously, <laughs> the, the formation-wise, Kane, Harlan, they're not going to play left wing. That's ridiculous. But... Do you play a, th- a four three one two like with a a Saka behind them too? I don't know. Or a, do you play a, f- a four 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 one one Kane Harlan up front and Saka on one wing and don't know De Bruyne off the left? I don't. What you this? Yeah. So for me, roughly a team of season is, is what it is. As long as there's eleven players in a near I would about be happy, the right area, I'd I think be happy fine. to swap my left winger out for Harry Kane. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he's he's had a better season than Rashford and uh, whoever. Controversially, I think for Rashford, I think his season literally went straight line, mm. massive peak, mm. and then like a straight line f- yeah. since they won the since like February. Yeah, I don't know the exact, but I think he only scored like two or three goals from yeah. then. He went like January, February were like absolutely nuts mm. off post World Cup, mm. and then he just scored thirty goals in all comps. Like that is pretty impressive. Not pretty, very impressive, yeah. shall I say? I mean, obviously, Kane thirty goals in the league is brilliant. Yeah. He only scored only he scored thirty two goals, one in the Champions League, one in the FA Cup. Only one in the Champions League, mm. and that was what seven games you would have played. Eight, no, eight games you would have played. Yeah, yeah, played the group stage and yeah, got yeah, two Milan, Milan won it. Yeah. Uh, one nil won it. Yeah, and yeah, scored in the FA Cup. Obviously, thirty goals in the league is brilliant and. Yeah, he's obviously he's a fantastic player. We know that, and he, again, he's had a, a good season. And we we are eighth because of him. If he doesn't score, if he scores ten goals, fifteen goals, we we finish fourteenth. But and even in those games that I I want to forget, but he's he's the one getting involved, picking the ball up, spraying the ball, and then getting in the box and scoring. Like yeah, he's just a brilliant player. So yeah, I think. The front three, Kane, Saka, Haaland. The parallel was with Kane and Spurs this season to Arsenal. Actually, I'm actually wearing the shirt. I'm, no, I'm not. Well, I was wearing it. <laughs> Took it off earlier. It's too hot in here. Hmm. Um, the the 2010-11 season um, for Arsenal and Van Persie, hmm. he scored 30 Premier League goals hmm. in a struggling team. We just about got fourth, and that was the year he went to United hmm. with one year left in his contract. And that, they, like you said there, but... They, could have happened when we got fourth last season if you like two seasons ago Kane and Son were brilliant Kane was excellent he was even better than he was this year I think as a player but obviously he didn't score the goals but yeah it probably should have been very similar to what happened to Van Persie mm. but like you said he's a fantastic player and mm. yeah, you'd like to think well I think he'll probably stay and yeah I've got, I'd, I'd love Kane to stay. love him to play his whole career at Tottenham and that'd be it but if he goes any then there, yeah, yeah, absolutely no no reason, no blame on him at all. You just, and he became the second he the second all time 
Premier League goal scorer mm. whilst also becoming Spurs' all-time mm-hmm. leading goal scorer, didn't he as well? And also becoming England's yeah. all-time leading goal scorer. And added to that tally the other night. A yes. huge game against Malta. Yes, he might have even added it tonight as well. Yeah, we don't know actually. I'll have a look. I'll have a um, quick look. It must be nearly full-time. I was actually thinking last weekend was the Champions League final, wasn't it? That was mm-hmm. the last weekend of any club football. This is the last weekend. You see and, uh, sorry to interrupt. He actually has England... Is uh, it another penalty? No, no. Oh, Four new up against North Macedonia. Harry Kane with the first. Saka with twi- uh, Saka, Rashford, then Saka. Young B with two. Why is Saka still playing? <laughs> Come on, man. Just why are any of any of these players? Why are we even bothering? Him? I don't know. It's just stupid, isn't it? It's was it the nineteenth of June? Come on, Saka needs to rest. <laughs> rest God's child. <laughs> Four, um, you see, old Spain won the Nations yeah, League last night on a nil-nil penalty. Yeah. Oh, didn't even know it was on. What right. a rubbish. Let's recap then. So we've got Nick Pope, Kieran Trippier, uh, Akanji, John Stones, Stones Ake, mm-hmm. Rodri, De Bruyne, <laughs> um, Odegaard, Odegaard, Bakayo Saka, Harry Kane, and Erling Haaland. Yeah, I think that's about right. Right. Which player? has been selected in the most team PFA team of the years in the Premier League era. I'm going to go my first reaction to that question when he started with it. I'm going to go Ryan Giggs. No. <sighs> Purely because he played, played loads of games. games yeah. yeah, that's all I could say. And obviously played for one of the best sides and won loads of things. But obviously not. Um, hmm. Is it that sort of era or is yeah. it? Yeah, okay. Hmm. David Beckham? No. Is it Man United or? No. No, okay. Played his whole career in the Premier League. Okay. Oh, Shearer? No, well, 99% of his career. <laughs> 99% of his career. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm just throwing that name there. Let's have a think. All right. Okay, okay, okay. Hmm. Rooney? No. Oh, no, I'm going to keep guessing. It's not fair. I need a clue. Give me a clue. Uh, the clue I was going to give you. If you can. I said he wasn't United. You just said uh, Yeah, oh, I, was, <laughs> I was fixated on Rooney. Um, <laughs> midfielder. Central midfielder. Is he English? Yes. He's, is he, he's not your mate, Fat Frank, is it? No. Is it Gerard? Yes. It is Gerard. Yeah. Yeah. No, we never won it. What's that, sorry? Never won Premier League, did he? But they've No. But they've got eight appearances in the PFA team of the year. No. Yeah. What fantastic player, so yeah. Yeah, of course. Most seasons it was either him or Lampard, wasn't it really? Hmm. In that. Yeah, two thousand and five to two thousand You're Gerard or Lampard? Well, or I used to really like Lampard, but actually since Lampard's been a manager, yeah, I've really, yeah. really gone off him. Yeah. I love the fact that Lampard scored loads and loads of goals. Um, I don't know. I'm well, Patrick Vieira, man. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> probably. No, my, I actually did used to really like Lampard, but no, actually, like I said, his managerial <laughs> career has really affected my like <laughs> memory of his rose-tinted memory yeah. of him. That's, that's mental, isn't it? Yeah, there's people that will grow up and... They only know Lampard as like a failed, horrible manager and don't even realise what he'd done as a player. Funny enough, you say something. I did an induction at work the other day and the bloke was born in 2000 and 
two. Oh God. Um, and we just chatting. I was like, he's, he's played Arsenal, and I was like, well, he like he won't know Thierry Henry. He won't no. know. He, he would he wouldn't know of them, but he would have been. You won't realise. He would have been born, maybe not even born, when Arsenal won the double. Mm. Um, when Arsenal won Invincible, he would have been two. <laughs> so he won't know these players. Mm. He won't know. His memories will be of Arsene Wenger being, he was crap. He yeah, was yeah. a rubbish manager. He won't know Highbury. Yeah. He won't know these. But you'll have people now who won't yeah. know what Hot Lane. Well, no, we, we have people now that, I mean, I'm not, I'm 25. I'm not like an old, old bloke who's like, been through it all with Tottenham but yeah we have people now that expect top four and we expect us to sign players for 100 million and compete with Man City and whoever at the top with all the money like it doesn't work like that but yeah no you're right there'll be, there'll be people who don't know <coughs> success Man United fans yeah 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 well actually there won't be because they'll, yeah. they'll support Man City instead yeah well they won the League Cup this year didn't they so <laughs> right end of the season Done. Done. I think we have. We will be back in the summer with, with yeah. special episodes here and there. Hopefully, we'll get some more guests on, or mm-hmm. we'll see what happens in the next few weeks. We might even get and do another. We might have to do another manager eleven at this rate. Yeah, could, could be. Could be. Could have a little. Could be eleven v eleven of managers. <laughs> Sacked versus <laughs> yeah, unsacked. Yeah. No, yeah. Like we said before, we'll have. We got a few ideas, and I think we'll carry on. Probably have a little stop at some point. Um, yeah, was it? Well, we don't but, like yeah. to do a transfer thing, even if it's mm. like a short thirty-minute recap of what's happened. Yeah. There'll be plenty of talk about. There always is, like Gary Neil sacking. Mm. There could be. Who else needs managers in the Premier League? I don't know. My brain's gone, but I'm sure there's. Well, like we said, there probably changes that we don't even expect. Like Bournemouth now need a manager. Obviously, mm. I think they've got one. But yeah, no, that's it. So we'll have we'll we'll find some things to talk about. Like I said, get some hopefully some interesting people on to talk to and. Give you a bit of different different podcasts yeah, to listen to. Or some of our mates who were mm. fans of XYZ teams, mm-hmm. and yeah, we'll go. And by the time we know it as well, it will be August the fifth, sixth, mm. the weekend before the season before the season starts. Back to it. We're back to go again. Mm. But again, no, thank you for listening. I hope yep. you really enjoyed it. Again, keep giving your feedback, mm-hmm. and if you're a new listener, then let us know or follow us on the Instagram or give us the five stars, please. Yeah. <laughs> Or leave a writing on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Yeah. Because it all goes, all helps us out. So, yeah. Um, Definitely. Yeah. So, without further ado, stay loyal. Stay loyal. <laughs> <laughs>